thou may plant the heaven and lay the foundations of the earth and say unto Zion, thou art my people. Father God of the Lord Jesus Christ, preach today. Preach today. Come as you will. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. But we are your people. And we are the fruits of your pastor. And we are here, God, to magnify and to validate who you are in our lives. Send the word, God. Send the word today. And we're going to give you praise and give you glory. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Before the Lord told me says every every time before we preach, I don't know when, how long He's want me to say this, but I will. The Bible says we shall have what we say. You say we shall have what we say. Come on, say it. We shall have what we say. I'll say it again for those who may not believe it. But the Bible says we shall have what we say. You say it. We shall have what we say. So let's come into agreement from the outset of the year. Father, you said I shall have whatsoever I declare that my 2023 shall be a year of the testimony, a year of my breakthroughs, a year of my miracles, a year of my promotions, a year of my uncommon favor, a year of supernatural doors of increase shall be my portion this year. I would not go through, I would not go through the disappointment of 2022 and not get what 2023 has for me. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ by divine authority that there shall be, that, that, that I shall move in the purpose that is before me and that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I release by divine authority in the name of Jesus Christ uncommon favor of God, the uncommon blessing of God, the supernatural of God shall overtake me and I shall have what I need to fulfill the assignment of God for this year no matter what it is I reverse the curse by divine authority and every ill spoken word against my purpose against my destiny against my name and against my namesake and against my generation will be brought down tore down tore up for I am covered with a blood oath and I will walk in victory for this is my year to move forward in God. Say it together. This is my year to move forward in God. I'll say it again. Come on, let's say it together. This is my year to move forward in God. Come on, tell your brother and your sister, I have an expectation because I survived what took other people out. Tell your neighbor again, we was at church real good. We had a real, if I had a real church right now, I tell you, go tell your neighbor. I had I get the tambourine players and I and I get the banner wavers and I'll get the flag wavers and I'll tell them you go find somebody in the back of the church and tell them, look at your neighbors and neighbor, I survived what took other people out. I survived. Hallelujah. Songwriter said millions didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. Oh, I ain't trying to shout you. I'm just trying to remind you. I survived. Hallelujah. Watching my wife go through this week, something, something hit, hit my spirit. It said, we survived with others. Glory to God. It may have been painful at the moment, but I'm telling you, we survived. Oh my God, I'm trying to find a survivor. I'm trying to find a survivor. 
I'm trying to find a survivor. If I can just find 50 survivors, if I can find 50 survivors, we'll turn this church into a storefront, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized movement of God. If I can find 50 survivors that said, Pastor, I survived what could have killed other people. Hey, hallelujah. That's why I have this expectation because I survived what took other people out. Glory to God. Glory to God. All in the chat line, all online, you should be saying, I survived, I survived. Come on, type it in, I survived, I survived. I need you to go to your neighbor next to you, elbow him real good and put, look at him and say, I survived, I, I survived, I survived, I survived. It may not be going right, but I survived. It may not be going good, but I survived. I survived, I survived, I survived. I survived, I survived, I survived. I survived. Because this is not an accident. I, I'm alive because there's more. Oh my God, if I can tell you right now, this is not an accident. You survived because there's so much more. Jesus, I'm trying. This is not an accident. I survived because there's so much more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ha, this is not an accident. I survived because there's more. Jesus, I'm trying. This is not an accident. I survived because there's so much more. Oh, y'all tell your neighbor, neighbor, there's so much more. There's so much more. There's so much more in me. There's so much more you haven't seen. There's so much more to be revealed. There's so much more to be released. There's so much more to be had. There's so much more. There's so much more. I got to preach, but there's so much more. I want to tell you that for those who have thought it was over, for those who thought this is only it. No, 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 no. I have a blood oath. I have a blood oath and that blood oath told me there's so much more hallelujah with that church I'll have you run all around finding everybody you can tell them I survived 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 oh I survived this is not an accident I'm alive because there's so much more hallelujah let us preach let us preach Father, thank you for coming in the room. Thank you for being here. Preach me, God. Preach me, God. Preach me, God. We'll give you glory and your praise. Preach me, God. Thank you for To you be the glory. To you be the glory. You survive because there's so much more. If I were to take a title to the text today, it would be the remnant is arising. Ever since the beginning of Ever since the end of 2022, the Lord has been constantly reminding me that there is a remnant. There is a people. There is a chosen, a specific, a specific people who are getting ready, who are on their way, who are finna stumble into some of the best days of their lives. Some of the best thing, because the Lord told us last week, says, you get ready, and, I, and I'm trying, I'm trying. You get ready, and I'm, I'm y'all got to hear, past. I'm trying. You get ready to experience, touch your dream. You get ready to hold your prayer. And I will be very, very specific about that, because the Lord, when the Lord says that, he says, you get ready to hold your prayer. 
that means there is an instruction of getting in position. Because many of us have been praying and many of us have been expecting God to do things. Many of us have been expecting our prayers. Many of us have put up many, many prayers, many, many prayers, many, many things have asked the Lord. And I'm telling you, 2023 is the year of the, the rising palm of God. And what's ever, oh my God, say it again. If I, had a, if I, if I could show you, we, if we were more computer advanced, I would show you what a rising palm does. When a rising palm does, it is it's cuffed. It's cuffed. That means nothing's going to get out. But anything that stays in is going to stay in. And the rising palm does what? To rise you up and put you where you need to be. Anytime there's a rising palm, it's going to put you where you need to be. Tell your neighbor, he's getting, tell you, I'm getting put where I need to be. One of the greatest assets and skill sets of the remnant, the remnant people of God is the ability to have an expectation off of a promise that God has birthed in you. Is there anybody in the building that would say, I have a promise that God has birthed into me all since we've been preaching, ever since we've been in ministry, ever since we've been doing the place of promise. The Lord has said one thing to us very consistently, that you have a word over your life. You are to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you typed it in the chat today, I think something is going to break forth for you. I have a word over my life. And because I have a word over my life, it's, I'm connected to the remnant because I have an expectation off of the promise that God has birthed in me. But it's just not the promise that God has birthed in me, but it's the one who promised for the one who promised has plans to bring me to the point to say what I oh the, the one who has plans has a plan to bring me to the point to say what I what what I see I can have and what I have I can say I'll say it again the one who promised is going to bring to the point that what we see we can have and what we have what, what, what we say we can have. What do I have? I have a vision of what God has planned for you. And your language must align itself with the purpose and the plans of God and what God is to do with you. I'll say it again. Your language, the way you talk, your, the way you talk should, has to this year has to align yourself with what God has planned for you. Do not disqualify yourself out of the plans. Do not, uh, do not hold yourself back. Do not become your own obstacle. Do not become your own hindrance. Do not let yourself stop you from, do, from entering to the plans and the purposes of God. For Paul said, I will let nothing separate me from his love, from his will, from his purpose, from his plans for my life. Because he knows what's best for me. That's something in the chat you ought to write. He knows what's best for me. And what he knows is this, that I must change my language so I can partner with God's appointments highly and what heaven has in store for me. I'll say it again. My language must change for I can partner with God's appointments. Oh my God. Can I stop right there just for a second? I want you to know there is appointments of, there is divine appointments that has been set up for you. I'll say it again for you in the back room, for you who may have just come online, for you who may just tagged in, and for you who may have been text, for you who have tagged in somebody. Have you leaned on, have you leaned on your share button yet? I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that God has appointments, divine appointments for you. What do you mean? There is meetings in heavens that were set up just for you to run smack dab into because this is the year, this is the time that I believe that heaven wants to touch your earth. 
I know, I know you've been hearing pastors say that before. You've been hearing, yes, you've been hearing pastors say that before. That heaven wants to touch your earth. Tell the, because uh, God wants you to know. God wants you to tell him whatever you are, and that's why you should say, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, whatever you're doing in this time, whatever you're doing in right now, please do not do it without me because God wants to destabilize the enemy's hold in your life and heal you from the things that have kept you from experiencing the opportunity to become an overcomer, to, to experience the opportunity to become one more than enough, to experience the opportunity to be the one that says, look at what God has done for me. Who, and God wants to put his principles to work for your life, for your dreams and your visions will have the command of God, oh my God, to come to life. And the remnant are those who will position themselves in such a way that when his blessing comes, glory to God, when his blessing comes, you can get in on it. Tell your neighbor, I want to get in on the blessing. Why? Because the Bible says he will command a blessing there. Oh my God, say it again. The Bible says he will command a blessing there. That's what you mean, my brother, sister. Can I tell you what that means? That means that a blessing has an assignment on it for you. And the blessing knows good God Almighty all by itself. The blessing is already good. And to know that the blessing has an assignment on it to come to me, to come to where I am, to come to my rescue, to remind me that I belong to somebody else, to remind me that this life I'm living is not in vain. The blessing has a command on it to let you know that God is real and God is real about you. Not only is God is real, not only is God is real and God is real about you, he's very serious and he takes you very, 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 surely, very serious. Can you imagine the blessing of God that comes? Can you imagine that the blessing of God will have command to overtake you? Can you imagine the blessing of God will have command to search you out? Can you imagine the blessing of God having, having, having the assignment to find you where you are? That's why I just need 10 good praisers who would agree that, who would agree that, with the, that, that the command of God's blessing on my life, I'm waiting for it. I need it. I need it now. Father, matter of fact, I'm opening myself up to tell you if that's how you want to bless me, surely come on and bless me. Command the blessing over my life and command it there because the Bible says in Psalms that surely goodness and mercy shall follow thee. What that really means that goodness and mercy is getting ready to stalk you. Can I tell you, can you imagine oh my God that the blessing of God will stalk you? Glory to God. You mean every time I look around there it is. Every time I look up there it is. at the grocery store, there you go. At my job, there you go. At my work, there you go. At my pleasure, there you go. The blessing of God wants to Oh my God, He's, he says, I want to command a blessing for you there. Thank you, Jesus. The remnant of those, the remnant, and we're talking about the remnant of God, knowing that I can trust. The remnant are those who know that I can trust God's vision he gives me when I cannot see it right now. The remnant are those who trust that I will see the good of the Lord in the land of the living. The remnant are those that says there is a vision that has been birthed in my heart and God wants to help you get to it. That's why last week we began to talk about the series remnant. I can encourage you that there is going to be an increase of intensity and the manifestation of the word of God in your life. I can encourage you and tell you that, that, that you are the remnant. And because you are the remnant, you are getting, you have to break out. Oh, my God. I love the way he said this. Not that you're going to break out, that you have 
to break out. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I have to. This year, I have to. I have to. I have to break out. Why? Because the host of heaven is going before you. The host of heaven is the one that's going to make the way. The host of heaven. Do you know who the host of heaven is? Well, let me explain to you who the host of heaven is. The host of heaven is him, the one that call him Jehovah Sabbat. That means he controls the angels. Hallelujah. That means to tell me that every time, everywhere you go, there's going to be angelic help. Everywhere you go, there's going to be angelic interference. Everywhere you go, oh my God, you ought to get ready to put the devil on the run. You ought to ready to get put. You ought to get ready to put discouragement on the run. You ought to get ready to put depression on the run. You ought to get ready to put cancer on the run. You ought to get ready to put disappointment on the run. You ought to get ready to t- put whatever is not like God on the run. Why? Because God is going to give you divine, divine interception. Glory to God for the things that the enemy is trying to do in your life. Why? Because you are the remnant. I need you to get that in your spirit. I am the remnant. I am the remnant. I am the remnant. And it's because of this trust that we stay with God. It's because of this trust that we stay with the counsel of the will of God. His will has plans to prosper you and to bring you to an expected end. That's why in the beginning of the year, you and I, uh, uh, that he wants you to look inside yourself. I need, I need to find me. I must experience the thing that Jeremiah says that you foreknew me to be. That's the thing I must experience. For the Bible says that in, in Jeremiah, that he says, I, uh, that I foreknew you to be. And I, I need to experience the foreknew you to be. So you mean to tell me there's somebody else inside of me? Yes, there is. And the one that's inside of you is the one who we call to be. To your neighbor, neighbor, I will be to be. I'm not going to want to be. I'm not going to think about being it. No, I will be to be. So my new name for this new time may be to be. Oh wait, why, why, why do you say that preacher? Because God says I'm going to make you to be. Whatever I have in my heart concerning you, that's what you're going to be. Whatever I have in my heart planned for you, that's what you're going to be. I know I have my five year plan. I know I have my own thing working, but God, if it's not in line with you, I don't even want it anymore. Because I am the remnant of God. Because there is, there has God has assigned an inheritance that belongs to you. I'll say it again. God has assigned an inheritance that belongs to you and your generation. Not just your children, but the things that you generate. The Bible says the earth is waiting for the sons and daughters to take their rightful place. Isn't it amazing that the Bible says that, see, this is why I like 2023, because the Bible says that the, the Bible says that the earth is waiting for the sons and daughters to take their rightful place. 2023 is the, is the year of the palm rising up. So you may tell me, if you're in the hand of God, the earth is what good God Almighty. God's going to put you in the place where the earth has to yield to you. His, what the earth has to yield to you, your pre-existing, your pre-existing inheritance. That belongs to you. That belongs to your generation. That belongs to you. The Bible said it belongs to you. That's why, I'm, that's why you, you and I need to get our rightful place. And our rightful place is beside God of my salvation. My brothers and sisters, there's a calling that is driving you. If you don't let, if, if you don't let, um, if you don't know, let me tell you, there's a supernatural God that wants to manifest 
itself to you. And this is something that has not been talked about a lot. That is thing called the supernatural. Why? That is when God puts his super on your natural. Easy way to explain it is that God now is intervening on your stuff. Is that God says, I'm going to get on top of you. You don't got, I'm going to get on top of you and I'm going to make what you're little seems much. I'm going to make what you have more than enough. I'm going to make what you have better. Matter of fact, I'm going to make what you have greater. I'm going to get on top of you. And when I get on top of you, not only will they see you, they will see me. And they will see the proficiency of my word and my spirit on top of you. The remnant are those ones who are just saying, Lord, Lord, you can have your way in me. Why? Because I need the revelation of God in these moments to prepare me for a greater work in him. Being more proficient in the spirit and the understanding of spiritual things. The remnant is rising to your neighbors and neighbor. The remnant, the remnant is rising. In the text, the Lord said, I will put my words in your mouth. And I don't even believe I'm going to get any further than this particular topic. He says, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. That is a very, I've, 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 I've found that in the, in the text about 68 times when God says, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. I'm going to put my words in your mouth. I'm going to put my words in your mouth. I'll say it again. He says, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. And it's very important that when you begin to understand the text that God says, when anytime God says, I'm going to put my words in your mouth, that must mean his words has more power than his words have something else better for you. That's why he wanted to put his words in your mouth. Why? Because your conversation will be the conversation of creativity. Your conversation will be the conversation of breakthrough. Your conversation will be the conversation of glory. Your conversation will be the conversation of salvation. When he put his words in your mouth, so let's give an example. This will be the words of God in your mouth. The word of God will be in my mouth like this. Father, I thank you that you said I can have what I say. And I can have what I say because your word says I can have what I say. And because your word said I'm quoting what you said. Now, the Bible says that in the beginning, we know that the earth was framed by the words of God. Now, catch this. If the earth was framed by the words of God, that means God needs you to speak the same words he spoke to frame the earth, to frame your earth. Your earth needs to be framed. Your world needs to be framed. Have you been framing your words, with, have you been framing your earth with what you say? Are you framing your earth with what God says? Because if you're framing your earth, if you're framing your world with what God says, guess what happened? Heaven and earth began to meet each other. And when heaven, Jesus says, when they ask God, how can I get the same results that you get? This is how. The disciples didn't, when the disciples says, Lord, teach us how to pray. When that, when that was written, it was not really written in like that. When you break it down in the Hebrew and the Greek, it says like this. Father, Jesus, master teacher, master rabbi, we have noticed that everything you say comes to pass. We have noticed everything you say works. Teach us how to express, teach us how to have the same manifestation as you do. Because every time you say it, it happens. And I want to I walk like that. My brothers and sisters, I'm at, the, I'm at the age now where I need to have what I say. I need to believe. I need to see it in the manifestation. 
So what happens is, Jesus says, then you should talk like this. How our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. He means give God his first. Give God his stuff first. That's why these cell phones that we so, so enamored with, have we given God our cell phone first? We do everything on the cell phone between Instagram, TikTok, uh, uh, Facebook. Have we given God our phone first? Other words, can God use our phone to be an instrument that he, that he can platform on your life? Because many of us use our phone 24-7. I've never seen a generation where your phone can't even be charged up because you use it so much. I've never seen a generation where you always got to plug your phone and can I get some juice? 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 I've never seen a generation like that. You know what's wrong? Because they use it so much, but they're not using it to platform God. If you decide, this is what happens. He said, I will have no other God before me. Whether or not you believe it or not, my brothers and sisters, the way we spend time with this, The way we spend time with this, you, most of us are not saying, God be blessed, God be moved, let me witness to you, the Lord loves you. We scroll and we scroll and we scroll and we scroll, video at the video at the video at the video. Are you being fed? Are you being fed? Or are you just finding stuff to read? Are you keep passing on the regurgitation? of something else but have you stopped to say you know what Lord I'm going to feed I'm going to let let you platform on top of this and I'm using it as an example I'm not preaching to cell phones there's nothing wrong with cell phones I thank God for them I'm so glad we have them for all you got Samsung I'm praying for you I'm so glad we have them and I'll say it again for all you Android users I'm praying for you you may not get it again. I'm praying for you I think, I think Moses got this right now. I think praying for you. Anyway. When you allow God to platform on this, then this becomes the focal point of God. Your phone becomes the focal point. In other words, I will put my words in your mouth. My, your conversation draws. The Bible says, Jesus said, if you come nigh to me, I'll come nigh to you. In other words, if you let me draw, I will draw for you. I will push for you. I will do for you. I will move for you. I'm just telling you, when you, if you put his words in your mouth, your conversation will be what his conversation is. And what does his conversation do? Well, I'll tell you. His conversation produces. God's conversation produces. His word produces. His word always never prevails. His word always heals. His word always prospers. His word produces. His word in your mouth shall prevail. His word in your mouth shall cause healing. Oh my God, not just, not just healing in every part of your body. Every part of who you are. Healing in your world. Can I tell you what's missing in your world is the word of God on display. What's missing in your world is the word of God on display. Not only like, like, like I'm wearing this shirt that it says salvation. It's not that I'm trying to, or, or, the cross, or the cross I'm wearing. 
It's not, the, it's not in those things, but it's what I represent, it's what the, rep, the representation of it. You have to know that when, you're, when he wants to put his words in your mouth, because he says, I want to plant you in the earth. So those who talk like God, those who have the word of God in your mouth, when he plants you in the earth, when someone picks your flower, what they begin to smell, the word of God in your mouth. They begin to smell the atmosphere of God in your mouth. They begin to, oh my God, my brothers and sisters, what, the reason why you're not attracting what you should attract, because it's in your word. It's in your word. The Lord began to talk, talk to me and say, you know what, it's in what you say. Are you going to have a defeatist attitude? I know everybody said, I must speak my truth, and I get that. I get that. But after, what is your truth? What my truth is, I should overcome by the words of my testimony and the blood of the lamb. That's my truth. I know I got issues. I know I got problems. I know that. But that's not my truth. That's my condition. So, so I, was, I, was, I must speak my truth. No, okay. I said, okay, begin to tell me your truth. All I can hear is condition. Truth don't change. Condition can. And condition will. Pastor's not fussing at you. Pastor is trying to get you to see at a different level. Pastor's trying to get you to hear at a different level. Pastor needs you to come to a different understanding that you shall have what you say. And you, he said, I'll put my words in your mouth. And his words create an atmosphere and, a, and an environment for the production of the word of God to go forth for, for, for the activity of the word of God to go forth. So if God wants to command the blessing in your life, you must have an atmosphere for the blessing of God to, con oh my God, you must, have a, you must have a capacity and an atmosphere and an environment for the word of God to go forth in your life. This is why the enemy puts people around you who don't talk like this. Because I can't let me and you get together and begin to have an atmosphere of God's word in your mouth. An atmosphere of God's word in my mouth. An atmosphere of God's word in your mouth. Because if I, if, I, if I get together with three people, four people, five people with an atmosphere of God's word in their mouth, what happens is the environment begins to change. The enemy recognizes he must run. The enemy recognizes he must flee. When you begin, why? Because now we are all speaking. Oh, this is going to blow this help me. When he says, I want to plant the earth with the plants of heaven, you are the seeds of heaven. All of you, all of you, you are the seeds of heaven. And out of your, when, you're, when you grow and you bloom and you open yourself up, most times when, it, when, it, when you are picked, they smell you. When you're picked, you're beautiful. Or if you are a fruit, when you're picked, they want to cut you out and see, is your juice sweet? Some of you, my brothers and sisters in church, and I'm going to say this, some of you in church, yes, we mean, we mean, I know, I used to be just like that, mean, we have to learn, he says, fruitful. Why did everybody like fruits? They're juicy and they're sweet. 
and they nourish me. I like to eat oranges. I'm, 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 an, orange, I'm an orange eater and I'm a banana eater and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grape eater. The reason why I like them, because when I eat them, the expectation is when I pick it. When I wash it off, I have an expectation because I know what grapes stand for. I know, I'm a pastor trying to break it down as best I can. I know what grapes stand, I'm going to use grape for, for, for example. I know what grapes stand for. And because I have an expectation of what the grape stands for, when I, when I buy it, I'm excited. Why? Because I know this is going to be good. Because I've seen what sweet grapes can do. And if you ever recognize what a good fruit can do, when you, you won't have no... Look, my wife bought these green grapes. I don't even like green grapes like that. I don't. She'll tell you I don't how to eat them. I don't like green grapes like that. But she bought them big old green grapes up in here. All of a sudden, my hand, my hand, around, my hand wrenched around them grapes. And I, I rinsed them grapes off. And I popped one in my mouth. I was like, oh, Jesus. How the juice just busted everywhere. And just chewing, chewing, chewing. And I went back and got another one, another one, and another one, and another one. Know why? Because my expectation, something happened. When you have the word of God in your mouth, that's what should happen to you. That because I've tasted and seen how good it is, I need to go back and find another word of God in my mouth, 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 in my mouth until I am full. And then I can tell somebody, you ought to go and get some of these grapes. You ought to go get some of this word. Because if you go get this word, it'll do the same thing for me. Oh my, it'll do the same thing for you as it did for me. You need to go and get a word from the Lord. Because the remnant are those. If you're going to expect, and I'm done. When you begin to recognize that you're going to rise. And God wants you and I to rise this year. More than anything, he wants to rise. How does something rise in water? You put, why? The more you put in, the, if, if you get some water, put about this much in the water, and you start putting rocks in the water, how in the world that rocks, that water this much, begins to grow to the top of the glass? Because what's putting in it has weight. God wants to put weight in you. And when God puts weight in you, what little you have, will begin to come to the top. And God is telling you, the remnant people, that there's a little bit of, oh my God, all I need is your little bit. In other words, I need the little pure bit, not just your, your throwaway. I need your pure. If you give me that pure you, that little bit of pure you, I'll continue and you let me put my word in your mouth. Let me put the rocks of, oh my God, the stones of heaven. Put the unchangeable, the unmutable, the, uh, the solid word of God in your mouth. You'll begin to see everything in your life begin to rise. That's why this year the Lord has us saying these declarations. That I shall have what I say. And not only does God want you to talk like that, God wants you to also to experience having what I say. Because if you, if you keep saying it, if you keep saying it, if you keep tasting it, eventually what happens is it begins to work in your life. It becomes a part of you. And when it becomes a part of you, you'll begin to expand yourself from where you was. 
Because God wants to get you from here to there. God wants to get you from dreaming to the fulfillment of your dream. God wants to get you, God wants to get you from believing to having the manifestation of it. So you can say, see, I believe God for this and see what God has done for me. Now what have my belief has become my reality. And one thing about God, God wants, oh my God, I'm, I'm done. God wants your belief to become your reality. He wants his word to become your reality. He wants to be so big in your life, so strong in your life. And when you become strong in your life, what happens is you now become from the outside to the forefront. You begin to gain space. Now begin to gain space. You begin to put, God begin to put weight on you. Other words, the Bible says, I measured you out. And because I have met, God knows how much all of you weigh. It's just not about the weight. It's not about, it's not just about your, your natural weight, but God knows how much you weigh in the spirit world. And God knows I need to get you heavy. I need to get you weighted. I need to get you fat. I need to get you to a place where you become unmovable. Hallelujah. Unwavering in all thy ways. God wants to get you to a point where you become so fat. You become so unmovable in him. You become so strong in him that you become a strong tower for somebody else. That you become a witness for somebody else. That your life began to say that I put the word of God in my mouth. And because I put the word of God in my mouth, this has happened. My brothers and I'm closing now. My brothers and sisters, there was a time in our life where it seemed as though everything that we tried, and I, I did not have a good steward, a good hand, a good, a good hand, a good money hand. I did not have a good hand for money. I did not have a good hand for the things of God. I did not have that in my life. But something happened critical in my life. And my wife said, boy, I'm always said, man, I ain't going to do this no more. And I told God, I said, God, if you help me, if you begin to help me, I will promise you I'll never go down this road again. And so I began to study to show myself approved, workmanlike, need not ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. And when I began to show myself, when I began to say, I'm going to put myself all the way in, I'm not going to half step. I'm not, oh, there's a song in the world that says, ain't no more half stepping. Y'all know that song. Hallelujah. Ain't no more half stepping. And so I began to ain't no more half stepping in my life. I began to tell God if this, if, if it takes all to get there, I, I want all to get there. Why? Because there's something bigger than just this. There's something bigger than just us in this studio. There's something bigger than us just us online. There's something bigger than just pastor preparing message. There's something bigger than just the praise team singing. There's something bigger in life. And God says, I want the remnant in you to rise. But the way the remnant is going to be able to rise, I must put some weight inside of you. I wish I had an example of, of what I'm talking about. Is that when you begin to put pebbles in water, the water begins to rise. Why? Because it's not because the, it's not because of what uh, 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 it's not because that it wasn't enough water. It had nothing to do with that. Your water is good. It's just that water needs some weight. Other words, your life needs some glory in it. And all, all the rocks of God is his glory. And all God wants to do is put so much glory in your life that you begin to rise. And then you can say I am a glory carrier tell your neighbor the neighbor I am a glory carrier and the glory carriers are those who are rising from out of their doldrums the glory carriers are those who say Lord 
I have had enough of not having enough. The glory carries are those who say, God, I'm trusting you to bring me out. The glory carries are those who say, Lord, I have seen how I've seen, uh, just like Martin Luther King said, I've seen the mountaintop. And I'm telling my brothers and sisters today, pastor's telling you that I've seen where God can take us. And because I've seen where God can take us, I, we must rise together. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm getting ready to rise. I have to rise. This is my year of rising. This is my time of rising. Why? Because I need to find God in a greater way. I need to know that my life, hallelujah, is coming around the corner. My life is about to pick up. My life, my story is about to be picked up. Why? There's a story that has to be written. There's a glory that must be released. I'll say it again. There's a story that has to be written. And there's a glory that must be released. Because many of you in, my, in your life, your glory is waiting on you. You're not waiting on glory. Glory is waiting on you. And when you get to that place of God, when you get to the place of say, God, I know that you have, I know that I know that it had not been nobody but you. That I'm taking, now that I'm putting your word in my mouth. Not only is your word in my mouth, it'll be on my heart. Not only will it be in my heart, it'll be in my mind. Not only be in my mind, it'll be, it'll be everywhere I go. It'll be my conversation piece. You alone, oh God, are my strength and my shield. You alone, oh God, are my refuge. You alone, oh God, are my shepherd. You alone, oh God, are my strength. You alone, oh God, are my fighter. You alone, oh God, are my faith. You alone, oh God, are my priest. You alone, oh God, are the one who can get me to my to my expected end. To your neighbors and neighbor, I am rising. My brothers and sisters, as I close, as I close, I want you to know something. We are rising, all of us. Ever since the pandemic happened, and now we are post-pandemic, we are about a year out of what happened two years ago. And the damage has been reputable. But I hear the Lord say, let's rise. 2023, spiritual number 23, the hand of God is rising. He's talking about you. 2022 was sonship year, the year to be disciplined. But now it's time to rise. And I'm telling you, God's going to raise you up. And God's going to do it significantly in your life. You need to 